Hello, everyone. My name is Al Smith, and I'm the founder and director of Bishop Sheen today. I want to thank you for joining me for this edition of Christmas Inspirations. And we've been sharing a number of these timely reflections from a book that Bishop Sheen put together in 1966. And uh, each day we've been pondering uh, many mysteries. And uh, today, Bishop Sheen will talk about the fallout. And so I'd ask you to enjoy this reflection. Bishop Sheen writes, Once upon a time, men lived in fear. They were afraid of war. Not so much one on earth or land or sea, but a war against what was evil in their own hearts. The war dreaded was not nuclear, but moral. It was not a threat of what might be destroyed on the outside, but of what might be changed within. Everyone knew that war would, war would begin with a flash of light descending from heaven. And one night, the light appeared. The word became flesh and dwelt among us. The light produced a terrific fallout of celestial energy in the form of grace, forgiveness, salvation, faith, and love. It penetrated not so much bodies and cells as hearts and souls. It made new creatures, even though men were living like animals. It turned crooked tax collectors into honest men, stargazers into theologians, bigots into apostles, shepherds into kinsmen of the king. But somehow or other, men were afraid that the great light would reveal their dark motives, their evil lives, their adulteries, and their petty thieveries. To protect themselves from the fallout, which was counter to their habits, they did not build bomb shelters. They drove the light of the world into the darkness of a cave. Hotel managers protected themselves from the fallout of charity by posting up a no-room sign on their inns. Heads of government pretended to be friendly, but unsheathed swords so that the light that came to give an eternal crown could not steal away their tinsel ones. All classes were in flight from the fallout, but two. Shepherds who suddenly felt like lost sheep and started in search of a shepherd in their lives, and wise men who suddenly became foolish by believing a star more than the political than the politician Herod, but exposed themselves to the fallout and entered the cave of Bethlehem, where the shepherds found the lamb. Who is the shepherd? And the wise men found truth. Huddled into that shelter was a beautiful woman, her escort an ox, an ass, and the light who was a babe. The 20th Century Cave. Now in this 20th century, the cave has once more come into its own. The refugees are no longer on the earth. 
they seek shelter under it, it is still light that is feared, but not the light of God, but a flame ignited by men. The fallout which terrorizes is the tiniest thing in the universe, an atom. Governments, publicists, commentators urge citizens and neighbors to bore like moles into the bowels of the earth. Some even urge using violence to resist an intruder. Into what strange cycle has light taken us? We drove one light into a cave, and not a light we made, but one that made us. Now we crawl into a cave in awe of the light our own hands have fashioned. Is there any connection between our lighted atom and the light of the world? We believe there is. As soon as man ceases to fear God, he begins to fear his fellow man. As soon as the conscience no longer whispers that someone is looking and we will have to right the wrong, then it begins to shrink in terror from the neighbor. The true fear of God is not servile, but filial, not the dread of a cruel master, but a reverence, lest we displease one whom we love and who loves us. Such is the fear a devoted son has for his father. But when Cain ceased to fear God, he feared being killed by his fellow man. A guilty conscience imagines specter, specters and frightful troubles which never bother the man with an easy conscience. It is very likely that the hysteria, hysteria of fear about what our neighbor may do to us is in relation to the state of our conscience. The more hidden, repressed, and even denied guilt we have, the more we live in fear. Our problem then is not only to protect ourselves against others, but how to protect ourselves against ourselves. It is not because they are anti-God that we have to fear. It is because we are allowing God and the Christian virtues to pass out of our lives. No sooner did the angels appear to the shepherds of Bethlehem and the glory of God shone around them. Then they were sore afraid. The light frightened them, but the angel said to them, Fear not. And why fear not? Because a Savior is born. Not a teacher, not a social reformer, not an ethical leader. Fear not because redemption from sin is available. The Christmas tree is the cross. The gift hanging on it is the Savior who died that we might live. Christmas never seems to change. It is ever the problem of light, a cave and a fallout. I pray that this meditation will touch your heart and continue to draw you closer to our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And so everyone, until next time, may the Lord continue to bless you and keep you. May the Lord let his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. And may the Lord look upon you kindly and bring you peace.
God love you.